Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul, epic episode 33. I am Sean, and here with my lovely co-host. Hello, Sean. This is soul worker Stacey Renee, and can you believe that we are on number 33? I mean, that is a really big deal. You know what? 33 sounds like, you know, a really cool place to be, like Club 33. I right? Awesome. I'm excited for it. We just keep this? talking. People keep listening. Yes. Uh, it's come true for both of us. This episode may not be a train wreck. And if it is, it just adds more character to who we are. You know, people what do you mean? What are you even talking about? None of our episodes are train wrecks. They're definitely fully thought out, imagined, realized, written down. We the whole thing. So prepared. And we are as real and and as transparent as humanly possible. So if we remember, I had a job interview the last time we spoke. Uh, you did. Tell us all how to go. Bum, bum, bum. Unfortunately, I was the runner up. Uh, always the bridesmaid never the bride exactly exactly but there is a slight little bit of a uh, how do i say this and i can't think of the words i am in the middle of a flare that's really severe so i'm losing my words so please bear with me um rumor has it that a position is being made up for me Ooh, okay that could be exciting Yes. I mean, we all believe that, you know, things happen for a reason. So if this one wasn't the right time, then it was, it's better. It's better that way. And sometimes it's better to be the runner up anyway. Let's be real. It's so, well, yeah. And like what you said earlier about the position, it didn't seem to fit my personality. And I think that the position that they are working on will be a better match for me. So we shall see what happens. You know, not to, not to put everybody's business out on blast, but you know, the position that Stacey was interviewing for wasn't really a match in my book, but she was really excited about. So, you know, what good friends do, we sit and we say, yes, you're excited, so am I. But yes. I actually think it's probably for the better that it might not have been the place that you really wanted to be in in your life. Just a thought. Well, because you know how, well, Crazy. bouncy I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll just say bouncy. Yeah, that's um, fine. So I'm giving it to God. I'm disappointed. But at the same time, it's like I and truly this has been a thing. So I've been back and forth about my soul work a lot lately because of the religious aspects, because of like I have a lot of conversations with God going, okay, is this you, Lord? Do you really do? Do you really guide me? Do you really show me what I see? You know, because as you guys know, I struggle a lot with what I do, even though I continue to do it, it's still a struggle for me. Um, I truly believe with all of my heart and soul, it's God. And I'm constantly testing it, if that makes sense. And I looked at this job opportunity as, okay, God, well, maybe this is not you. And maybe this is an opportunity to be a normal human being and kind of do my soul work on the side. And God's like, no, uh-uh. no. Okay, so you just said like three things that were one hundred and ten percent incorrect. Number one, you uh, are never ever going to be a normal human being. No, and I want to be so bad, it's not even funny. No, there, no, you don't. You don't understand. Being normal is boring. I okay. Like, so, wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Could you imagine you get up every morning? You know, at six forty-five, you have to take a shower, you have to do your hair, you have to put your makeup on, you have to put on a nice cute outfit you have to go to the bank nothing wrong with bankers but you go to the bank 
and you just stand there and you give people money all day, but not even your money. I get bored. Is that exactly. right exactly. there? And and I have my my person. We all know about my person that I cannot feel. Okay. I like he has the perfect life. He's got the job and he's got the wife and he's got the two kids and he's got the home that's almost paid for. And I mean, the American dream of normal go to church every Sunday. I mean, perfection is this man and his family. And I'm like, I want that so bad. I want normal. And even as much as we come across normal, there is nothing normal about Stacy. Yeah, and there's not. And I think it's better that way because I love the inconsistency of right? life. My I don't think that you would like it. I just no. don't don't believe it. And and in this next position, I love the idea because I used to remember now for like three years, I worked at a school the time at Max. Yeah, and true. He loved it. And I yeah, still and what he told me afterwards was he wished he didn't work at schools. It's really odd how that, that conversation exactly, happened. Exactly. You oh, know, and <laughs> exactly. And so no, it's interesting just, to me. <laughs> we, love, we love husband Max and he loves you too. We know. We, we do, well, we'll see. He's been sleeping. Literally, he came home today. This was his first day back to school since his hernia surgery. And it's been about a week, a little bit over a week. And this poor man came home, sat on the couch. He brought me a coffee, which I thought was the most romantic thing ever. And he brought, he got himself a little milkshake and sipped half of it and fell asleep. And Sean, this man was asleep for hours. Sweet. Hours. I love that though. Half an hour ago. Yeah. I mean, he was just exhausted. I feel so bad for him. But you know, well, that's what happens though. I mean, think about it. Like you, he went through a, a pretty significant surgery and had the worst nurse in all the state of Florida. No comment. He had to go back to work. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's rough. It's a, it's a rough gig. I'm not, I'm not surprised. So, so no, let me tell you this weird thing happened to this weekend. So I had a friend uh, that stayed at my house and I've not had a girl stay at my house in a while. Right. Usually I stay with my other friend because he has a pool and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So the deal was fun. I did not realize how much hair women lose every day. Don't even get me started. I don't know how she still has hair left on her head. Yeah. That's how much hair I found in my in my house. It is insane. <laughs> I have no idea. It literally, especially if it's like worn down without a hair tie. You will find it everywhere. I always say you, I leave a piece of myself with you wherever I go. Oh my gosh, there's so much. I had literally had no idea there would be this much hair throughout my whole entire house. And I found it everywhere. And, you know, I, I scrubbed yesterday because that's what you do when people leave, right? I scrub my house, do all the stuff and things. But I was like, not that Ooh. she's dirty. It's just like a recleaning. It's like a. No, she's probably dirty. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. You have to clean, right? I mean, come on, Quackpack. Whenever the whenever you have guests and they leave, you, you have to do the sheets. And you clean after. Yeah, you, have yeah. to, you, know, you have to do the sheets. You have to, you know, wipe down the bathroom and apparently clean up all of their hair and use yeah. Drano so the drain doesn't overflow. Who even knew? Max hates my hair. I mean, literally. But see, I have the lupus and I have all the autoimmune stuff, so I'm losing my hair. If I wear my hair in certain ways, I do have balding. And it's something that I don't talk about very often, but I have issues with my hair and it is a thing where you can brush your hair and I have to change like pull the hair out of the hairbrush mm. when I'm done brushing my hair because it looks like a week's worth of hair within one sitting of brushing my hair 
And so, and I know a lot of women who can just like run their hands through their hair and get like handfuls of hair and they have no issues. Yeah. It's just the way we are, especially if there's long hair, especially if they're wearing their hair down. You, There are women I've been with, like gone on trips with, and I will find their hair and my stuff days later. And I'm like, ew, like, no. So that's one of the other reasons why I wear my hair up so often. Because yeah, I don't want other people to have it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I can't even, I can't imagine you must use Drano every month just to get the hair that's like falls down the drain and gets stuck. I had, I had no idea. It'd been so long since someone had we been here for that long. A little, like um, a little net thing over the drain. And my husband is really good about cleaning it every other day. Hmm. See, that's why we love husband Max. He can come over He's and do that. He's really mic. good to me. Like He's that's good to you. I agree. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff that really goes. So literally it's just been one of those really odd weeks for you as well apparently with your hairy um with with my hairy friend yes my hairy visitor even worse i can't wait to tell her that and when she listens (laughs) everybody has a nickname yours is hairy visitor you know how i nickname everybody and and you know how now her name is gonna be hairy and when she meets me she's gonna be like bitch and i'll be like no you don't understand it's nothing bad yeah right (laughs) i can't even it's a term of endearment it is a term of endearment that's definitely true so Stacey, i think you know after we talked about you know my hairy friend and your job i think we should deep dive into why things happen yes that is a phenomenal conversation to have especially in the mood that i'm in i'm missing my mom a lot today and i think it's because i haven't been feeling good like i said before going through a massive flare i think it's honestly my body catching up from the two trips to um cincinnati (laughs) back to back i think it's the move i think it's max's surgery i think it's all of it just combinating into just manifesting into my body shutting down and yeah. I've had a horrible, horrible time. Um, severe gastritis. I've had to cancel sessions almost every day in the last three days. It's been awful. And it's a really good conversation to have of why do things happen? Like, what's the point of all of this? What's the point of when things go wrong? What's the point of when things are good? What, what are we learning from? I last, one of my last sessions I had before I got sick was with a woman who lost her 12 year old to a brain tumor. Oh no. And lost her husband before that. Wow. And I'm just like, it took me everything not to fall apart during the session because you know, when you're a mom and this woman was coming to me going, why, why did this happen to me? what did I do? What am I supposed to learn here? You know what I mean? And some things are just unexplainable and some things are awfully completely 100% not fair. And I go in my head sometimes and wonder if this is hell on earth where people sometimes think, well, earth is hell. And then when you finally get through all this, you learn what you need to do, then you stay in heaven. Who knows? But definitely made me think a lot after we had this conversation because she just broke my heart. Like, why would this happen? It hasn't even been a year since her daughter passed. Like she's just now acclimating herself back into work and just trying to wrap herself 
into being okay. Um, yeah, it was intense. And the biggest thing about why do things happen? It, it's strength. It's, I, I have to believe that bad things happen the way they do for good to come around again. I have to believe or at least try to wrap my mind around kids dying or babies dying because God's trying to save them from passing on a worse fate or trying to save them from a worse life. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, think, I think, you know, you've nailed it on the head that, you know, I mean, I don't know the reasons, right? And I, I won't pretend to know the reasons, but I do believe that these things happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Part of that guiding light, part of that spiritual journey we've talked about before, right? Right. And although sometimes they seem unexplainable, they seem terrible, and they probably are, right? You know, yes. those things are probably not yeah. And, but I believe that it happens for a reason, just like you said, to give you strength or to open your eye to something different or to maybe give you, you know, a new way to believe or a new way to look or a new place you need to go. And I will bet you're probably correct that, you know, I'm guessing that young children or, you know, people that die too soon are probably being spared other problems, right? Or are, are finding solutions for things, right? They're using your, their, bodies or brains for science or something like that. There are some positive things that will come. I absolutely agree with you. And the other thing too, is not only for those positives to pop up, but I always match it up to meeting people to be able to share experiences and stories with other people for what we've gone through. You okay, know, that's, awesome. that. that's such a positive way to think about that. Right. I mean, I, I meet people every day. I'm sure, you know, you do too. So yes. that's such a great spin. And, you know, there are so many negative things that could be going on in your mind, but meeting people is important and getting out of your house and trying new things and learning new from others. That's stuff that you just can't get enough of. Well, it's true. And so this week, my aunt, who's like my aunt, but not my aunt by blood. She's my aunt by my long story short, my mom's best friend when I was born. And she's been with me my whole entire life. Like she's mine and her husband is mine and her, her boys are my cousins. And it's just the way that we've grown up. And she was just diagnosed for the second time with breast cancer. And oh. I melted because the last person who was diagnosed with cancer around me was my mom. And then I started and I said to her, I was like, make sure you talk to every single person you can while you're in a waiting room, while you're getting your treatment, while you're getting ready for surgery, talk to everybody you can say hello, make conversation because God is using you and your situation. Make it happen. Does that I, sense? That's so important. I really love that moment to think, you know what? I have something to give. Everyone has something to give. And no matter what, there's a moment where you can give those things. If you are unfortunately trying to go through breast cancer treatment, or you're just having a baby, or maybe you have just lost a baby, you have important things that you can say that people will want to listen to. People will want to hear and you can't just stop living. You've got to keep going. And I think that's such great advice. 
And I hope people will take it to heart and really move forward with it. It's a big deal. Like even when Max was having a surgery, we had hit a little bit of a snag. We had to be there first thing in the morning. Of course, the two hour window of getting ready for surgery. Well, Lucas, when he had his inguinal surgery, when he was one years old, had an issue with the anesthesia. And this issue with the anesthesia is called Oh my gosh, let me see if I can remember this correctly, because this is a big, big deal. It's the opposite of hypothermia. And I want to say, um, gosh, damn it. Hypothermia, malig malignant hypothermia. And long story short, it's when the body overheats and it's like the anesthesiologist's worst nightmare. It is a genetic mutation that happens towards the anesthesia. So one of us, if not both of us, carry that gene and it could happen to us too. So as Max didn't think to tell the anesthesiologist anything until he was actually there in the hospital going through old stuff. He was like, oh yeah, by the way, my son has this issue. Now I know this to say something because I've had like thousands of surgeries. And so they know to do the special procedures for me and they right. didn't know to do that for Max. So it was literally a seven hour wait to have his surgery while they prep a special room and they have to use a special machine and they have to use a special gas and all of this other stuff. And I looked at that opportunity as let's meet everybody we can. Let's talk. And Max and I are always those people who we will have. This sounds so like I'm not trying to be egotistical. We are the people who will always have the gang of people in our room. Whenever we're having something, whenever we're in the doctor's office, whenever we're at the tax collectors, anywhere we're at, we always make friends and we always have, we're always those people that everybody comes and visits and, and chat, chat, chit chats with. And, you know, we share stories with, and I cannot help, but think that seven hours was meant to talk to the people we got to meet. And it was cool because we were already friends with the surgeon and the head nurse picked up on this and she even went out and got Max a Mountain Dew after surgery and did all these really nice. special things because we've shared a relationship. You know what I mean? After the fact, she went the extra mile and it was just because of those connections. And so my big thing is always make a connection, 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 connections with kids, make your connection. You never know how safe somebody feels with you until you allow yourself to be vulnerable with somebody. Yeah. And I'm not saying pour out your life story, but I am saying a hello. How are you? Yeah, I've been through that. You know, are you scared? Why are you scared? Let's talk about it to a complete stranger. Yes, you can do it. I do it all the time. You know, relationships. Yeah. Relationships is so important. And yes. you know, in, in our, very, you know, tech friendly focused society, you cannot discount the relationship. So, you know, Stacey and Quackback, I think we all know my mom just retired, right? Yes. So she is loving retirement. By the way, if anybody's like near retirement age, I can't wait to hear her story. Shoot me some stories on the Instagram because I can't wait to hear about it because I just love listening to her stuff. But she's joining a gym. Because oh my she, gosh, that's so cool. Right? And it's not really for working out, let's call it what it is, because it's what she wants to go and meet people. So I told her today, we were talking about, it. I'm so excited for her to get out and, you know, hang out with all the, you know, ladies her age and, you know, lift weights or swim or whatever she ends up doing. But I was like, mom, you're going to have so many friends. And she's like, I know, I don't know if I can have any more friends. 
I'm like, oh, you have to. It's so good, right? I look at the people at my gym who go and they walk in together. And I don't think they were friends before this, but those relationships, you see the same people every night, right? I go to the gym every night after work and I see the same people there and I say hello to them. And, you know, after a while, you know about their their children and their husbands and their wives and they're on vacation and what their favorite birthday cake is, right? Because you're in the same orbit with them all the time. And I, like you said, I firmly believe that happens for a reason, right? Yes, even my neighbors, seriously, the same kind of thing. I'm the crazy person who used to bake cookies and cakes and brownies and bring it to the new people across the street whoever just oh my gosh why aren't you my neighbor seriously you know how i am but that's what i do and i don't need those things i'm glad you're not my neighbor people don't do it anymore and it breaks me to a different level because that's how you make the connection with people even if you just go to Publix and buy you know a thing of popcorn chicken and and or just pre-made sandwiches and say hey i know you've moved all day here have dinner. Do you know what I'm saying? It's 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 one of those things of just making that extra effort to make that extra connection because all of our souls are connected in one way or another. We've all met each other in one way or another before. This is not our first time. And so when we make connections with people, 99% of the time, it's reconnecting with somebody. Well, and that's why you have felt before that you've known these people. That's why yes. you talk about for those, those soul connections they come in and you're like, yeah, I think this is the first time I've ever seen you. Yep, I think so. But you just know, you feel it deep inside that there's something there that's a little different. This isn't the first time you've met. And while you might go through your pleasantries and your cordialisms and all of those things, realistically, you're just being reacquainted. You already know these things, but you feel so quickly one. You feel together, feel like you've known each other forever because of those soul connections. Because just like you said, this isn't our first rodeo, although I've never been to a rodeo. Um, We need to do that. That would be fun. But I mean, and I'm not talking about like best friends. I'm not like my, my person has this whole thing of like, he hates to have to talk to somebody every day. He is the worst at texting. He is like, he likes his own space. He just likes to do his own thing. And he doesn't like to have a lot of friends. And because people are draining. Okay. My husband's the same way. Max has no friends because people are draining. That's not true. I'm Max's friend. Well, yes, but you know what I'm saying. And- <laughs> no, I do know what you say. But, you know, it's such a, that's such an interesting moment because I do know people like that, you know, that really get dragged down by too much social interaction. Whereas yes. me, on the flip side, I want to go and meet everyone. I want to shake everyone's hand. I want to know everything about them. I could do that for hours upon hours. I can too, but then I need like hours to regroup. and. See, I don't. It's so different. (laughs) I don't need it at all. I could talk all day long, come back home, like maybe take a shower and go and do the whole thing again. I don't need a lot of that time. I'm like 100% extroverted. I get all of my energy from the people, which is why I think I go to the gym, right? Just like working out next to them. I get all this extra energy and it's so great. I do have all my gym friends. It's so great. Yeah, no, uh uh-uh. Nope. I am the Oh, oh my gosh. I love it. I am so, what is that? I guess there's a word for that extroverted, introverted kind of person. That yeah. is, I am super extroverted, but I'm also introverted. Like it, yeah. it is, I have to have my downtime. I am the very first person and I will more than half. I go hide in my closet now that I have this giant walk-in closet the size of my son's bedroom. I will shut the door in my closet and lay on the floor and just oh. be like, leave me alone. And Max doesn't. 
take it personally. We are the best about sitting on our phones and not talking to each other because Max is a quiet person. And I'm actually a very quiet person, which you know this because, you know, but I also love people. I love to hear about people's lives. I love to hear about their stories. I want to help and I want to get to know them. I just need to have my quiet time afterwards. Like yeah, going to the gym cool. and doing that would exhaust me. I am the, let me go at five o'clock in the morning when people are barely there because I pick up on everyone's energy. Oh no. I'm, I go right after, I've already told this, I go right after work and I meet all the people and I say hi to the ladies. I listen, if I could walk around and actually talk to everyone instead of work out, I would do that. You are so cute. I love you so much. And I, and I love that. I love 100%. that. I know everyone's business. It's such See? a great moment. I love and this it. this is where you and I make such great friends because we are so totally opposite. Because <laughs> I'm just like, no, leave me alone. We're good. No. I, yeah. Like, like my ideal in life, like this is one of the, re- I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Moving up here was like the best thing ever because there's barely any traffic. There's barely any people. I can go into a Walmart and I'm not shoulder to shoulder with people. And I love it. I oh, love no. it so much. I met a person today, Stacey, who has a 2000 acre farm in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, we need to go visit. Could you imagine if you had 2,000 acres, how close is your nearest neighbor? I'll tell you the answer. Not close enough. Oh, no. Just the right amount of distance. No. I don't even know. I, I, could, <laughs> I don't think I could function. I, I think I would literally not be able to function. The only thing I would have anxiety over is a medical emergency. And at that point, I would just have to go get training and I would be fine. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it. I, I live in the city for a reason. I live near people for a reason. I'm good. I'm good. I actually think I could live in like a compound with all of my friends. I could do that. I I think that'd be super fun because then if one of them's like, you know, being quiet that night or is, you know, sick or something, you just go next door and find a new friend and it's perfect. Well, that's okay. So this is where I get weird is I would thrive off of that. As long as I got to have like a little quiet spot where I could sit and people watch everybody interact, I would be thrilled. Oh, see, I'd, I'd be opposite. I'd the one like with my door would just never be locked and people could just come oh, in and no, out. Oh, no, my door would never be locked. And I would be the person to make all the food for everybody. And I would be the person to have everybody. If you if you ever make it to my house, we talked last night and I was making fun of you because you're never going to actually be here. Oh my gosh, I'm coming. You say this every week. These the I black box, and I think I'm a terrible human. It's hysterical. But <laughs> I have now six blankets and I have pillows yes. all over my bed, my, my couch. And I mean... My home, if you don't take your shoes off and make yourself at home, I get insulted. Like even when I have my clients come over, I'm like, here, there's bottles of water waiting at the table and there's tissues. And it's like, here, have a blanket, wrap yourself up. Let's get comfy because I want comfort for everybody that walks into my house. And don't don't you worry, I'll be having 55 blankets and I'll wear a hoodie and sweatpants because I also know it's three degrees in your house. I have been, it's not though, because of how sick I've been, Um, I have been wearing the exact same outfit now for four days, pajama pants and this beautiful Adidas light sweater. I don't, I found it at Bell's outlet for $5. I've, I thought it was called Beals for the longest time. I didn't know it was, I really didn't understand why there was like a bell ringing in the commercial. I thought it was called Beals. Yeah, there you go. That's, I'm not a Floridian, right? I didn't know. I just got that as you were explaining that to me. I never knew that. There you go. It goes like boom, womp womp. Who knew? What? Right. I and if you, so uh, for all the clackpack who is not Floridian like me, um, Bell's is like a Macy's or something similar. 
Bell's is amazing. And if anybody can come to Florida, it is a Florida store and it's, it's uppity, but it's good. It's like Kohl's. It's, it's got the Kohl's vibe. It, yeah. It's, similar. What did it's you say? Store, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really go to any of those places because they're places like that, like give me anxiety and I'm not really an anxious person, but all of those like round things with all of the clothes just shoved on them, it like makes me crazy on the inside because I'm OCD and type A and all of that stuff. I can't go to those stores because there's too much stuff going on. So I just avoid them. You, I, you won't see me at Macy's or Kohl's or Dillard's. Does Dillard's still exist? I don't know. I don't go to those places. How do, do you get your clothing? Um, well, I, I buy it online or I go to like the mall where things are like stacked neatly and, and piles. Oh and- no, the mall is crazy. Okay. Well, I'll, I live at Torrid. That's where I always buy my clothes is Torrid. Like always. And every once in a while I'll find a little buy where like I bought the little sweatshirt gets to man sweatshirt. And if I get three X, it's good because of my boobs, because when you're a triple D you need space and normal girl, I can't buy clothes online because of my breasts can't do it won't do it no, it makes sense because they don't go away even when i got skinny they stayed uh, they went down to a double d they they just don't go away and so even when i was skinny i would get frustrated because i can't i cannot buy clothes at target nope um they're too small because they go above my belly button because and then i have my front butt to worry about and so I live at Torrid. I can't buy clothes online. So well, I envy you. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you might as well. I do buy clothes online. But, you know, I think like most most people who buy things online, you it's hit or miss because you just don't know if they fit. But I think after a while, I've been the same size for a very long time. So I know now places that I can go. So I don't really stray from those brands or those locations or those fits because I know they're going to fit me and then I don't have to worry about it. You know, and then I get really bummed when some store like redoes their their fit models or their sizing or whatever, and you know, then I have to return them all again. Now, see, I want to drag you to Old Navy. I shop for the boys at Old Navy. Uh, Old Navy and I don't usually get along. I that blows my mind because I like Old Navy. I wish I got along with it, but I don't usually. Wow. See, because of your body type and the way you dress as it is, I would have completely pinned you as an Old Navy shopper. Yep. Nope. Doesn't really fit me right. But, you know, I mean, after a while, again, just you just sit to know, like you go to Torrid and I don't go to Old Navy. I don't really go to any of the Old Navy brand, the Gap, the Banana Republic. I don't do any of that stuff, but I do for the the kids and that's about it. So that's super cute. Their kid stuff is super cute. Oh, super cute. Yeah, and you've seen my boys. You know how they are. You love yeah, my boys. They're, they're adorable. I just realized this is a new topic, but I have a bug bite on my arm. That sucks. Oh no! <laughs> okay, sorry. That was. Let's get back to the topic. Yeah, we you know, we were talking about things that happened for a reason. If this bug bite happened for a reason, I'm being really mad. Maybe you'll get infected and you get to meet a cute doctor. No, I don't no, know. do not. <laughs> no, I just got through a, like two rounds of antibiotics. I am good for doctors and infections. That is a hard no. That is a so path. it's crazy. So this is a perfect example. Okay. So this is a good story of happening for a reason, which is just ironic how all this went down. So my cardiologist hooked me up with Max's surgeon. Okay. Wait, is the surgeon as hot as a cardiologist? Um, cuter. We call him McDreamy. 
Okay, I love that. We can and always. I have to be very careful with this because I know he listens now. So love That's you. Okay. Hi, McDreamy. <laughs> Happy to have you on the, on board. And he knows he knows that his nickname is McDreamy, and he laughs about this. Um, so my card. He was my cardiologist best friend, and he the cardiologist knew about my fight of trying to find a good doctor for myself for my stomach stuff, and so he was like, "Hey, go see him." I'm like, "Okay." So went to go see him. He hooked me up with a CT scan. He went through all of my stuff and he was like, I can't do anything, but you are a good candidate for gastric. I'm going to hook you up with this other doctor. Okay. So he and I have been working on the gastric stuff, which obviously has been a complete failure because nobody will touch me, which is a side note. In the meantime, Max starts a conversation with him while he, cause I told you we're those people. And that's how Max got his surgery was a simple conversation and McDreamy going, oh, wait a second, hold on a minute, make an appointment. I want to see your stomach. And that's how that happened. Amazing. I mean, those are good. That's the thing. That's the business. That's why you build relationships. That's why you get close to people. That's yes. why you ask questions because relationships are king. No matter what, you you cannot make me think otherwise. People no, and now I'm just jealous because his hands were inside of Max and not Mammy. <laughs> so, oh, no. Okay, that's it. That's it. We're, we're calling this one done. That's it. <laughs> Put my hands up in the air now. Quack, quack, it's been so great. Um, <laughs> you know you love me. <laughs> you know what? I do, but, you know, sometimes there are children listening. Stacy, <laughs> the children have to cover I'm, their ears. Pointed that he didn't get to work on me. Um, and see, you and I have been friends for how long and look at his podcast. Like, what if the whole point and purpose of us meeting was this podcast? Maybe. That's it. You know, right. I think that that's a great reason. And that's a great ending because, by golly, that is a great reason to be friends and a great reason to be able to talk and a great reason to keep doing this because we love the Quackback and we're so glad they're here listening to us. And we want them to join us on our Facebook, on the Facebook page, Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul. We want them to join us on the Quackback Posse page. We also want some love and affection and some attention on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars and an awesome rating. And I'll read it at the beginning of an episode. If you leave an, if you leave a rating and a review, I will read it verbatim on this podcast. Don't you worry, that'll happen. I was going to say, now we, I do have to give a shout out to a few people Anna, my, my, my dear friend, Anna, and she made the cutest little, she posts the funniest stuff on the quack pack posse. And I guess tonight was Donald duck or it was a duck dressed up like Donald duck. And it made me yeah, laugh. I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cute. And then Amy, um, had come over the other day to see the house because she's a good friend. Yeah, and- no, no. Amy and I are not friends. <laughs> Just, just Did you see this? <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I I think Amy, Amy, I'm sure you're a lovely human, but it is not fall. It is not time <laughs> for a ghost shirt yet. No, no, guys, no. It is still summer. Yes, and you if you haven't already joined the Quack Pack Posse, you must. We're over 200 members, by the way. You can't go wrong with that. And Quack Pack, that's where you find all the good stuff. That's where you find Stacey and I fighting for real. And yes, that's where I'm interest. going to read you. We're going to have a long discussion if you're wearing inappropriately uh, seasoned clothing. <laughs> Just so we're clear. It is I not yet fall. I orange shirt to wear. And I have maybe gone a little crazy buying Halloween stuff this week um, because it's out. So when it's out, it's That's just true. haunting me. And so I, I have put it away. 
I, I have put it away. Amy did bring some Halloween soaps and a candle and I put the candle out, but it's closed. It is not time. It is not time. It's, it's closed. It's just there. And, just and I waiting. had a happy Halloween sign that I found at Home Goods with my friend Liz that's sitting on my table as you walk into the house, but it hasn't found a place yet. Um, You're so close. It's like a week. Just give it one more week. I know. Well, I always, I have a rule because Jacob's birthday is in September at the week of your birthday. Mm -hmm. And so I always say no Halloween until after Jacob's birthday. And this year I might stretch it just a little bit. Maybe wait till September. I'm good with September one, maybe even like August 30. I can feel that. But not it's not time. It's still mid August. Dunkin' Donuts, my love, and I think Starbucks started today. Oh, it, I don't know what day it is. It'll be soon. I will go and get one of those. But not. I'm telling you now. Not until. Not until. <laughs> time and it's still summer. I'm still. I'm still wearing flip flops and and. Tank you tops. will be until February. It doesn't count. That, so. That's not true. I'll be in a hoodie. All right. So, so worker says Renee. Tell tell the quack pack where we find you on the social media. Please come find me on Instagram at Soulworker Stacy Renee. Please come follow me because my ego needs it. And please, if you want to make an appointment with me, and this is like for real talk, and you want to connect with those who've passed on, and I'm not like, oh, let me go just call them up. Um, let me talk to you. Let me just feel you. Let me feel what's going on in your life. Let me soul work with you. Let me feel your soul and I can tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear, but book a session with me, soulworkerstacyrenee.com. And Sean, where can the lovely people and our friends find you? So you'll find me on Instagram at seanco15, S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5. Check me out on there, of course. Check out Stacy. Check out all of the pages and the reviews and all the great stuff. Tell a friend. And we can't wait to see you back uh, next time. So as always, Stacey, thanks so much for being here. Quack, quack, we love you so much. Thanks so much. Have a great day. See you.